welcome to another episode of Ninjas of Another Color. I'm your host, Wayne Otley. Today, Sunday, February 5th, we will be talking about AFC, NFC playoffs, AFC Championship, NFC Championship, um, the Atlanta Falcons rumors, they hired a new DC, uh, breaking, breaking news, breaking news while recording this. The LA Lakers have offered Anthony Davis, I think two first rounds and two pick swaps for Kyrie Irving and somebody else. We'll discuss it. Also, we'll discuss the Bad Batch. Uh, Black, the Blacklist and the Flash are in their final seasons. The reboot of the DC Universe. Ant-Man coming out on February 7th in our relationship section. How long is too long? Uh, sexual toys in the bedroom. And do you want to get married? On this episode of Ninjas Another Color, I am your host. Let's get it started. Rider 2008 speaking about reboots of reboots uh, yes that was a reboot of a reboot that was the craziest thing and it was all right only lasted a year um, Michael Knight made two appearances I think on that show uh, the opening and the ending so let's get it started from Playoff division rounds because it's two weeks till the Super Bowl. We have the Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills, and guess who won? Most dynamic system in the National Football League. Third snap and a first down as Burrow steps up and throws it complete to Tyler Boyd. And just like that, Cincinnati finds its side on the other side of the 50. They always have great design. Zach Taylor, Brian Callahan, always getting to come to the start. Here they toss it to Mixon. Gets a running start. A good yardage for 10. Another 10 Boyer. Second and three. Burrow, facing pressure. Goes over the top. Wide open is Chase. And he splits the defenders for the touchdown. Third and four. Here they come. Josh flicks it in time, and it's over the top stretched arm. Run the football and still have the ability to move around the pocket. And six. Oh, what a big opening for Mixon. And he gets all the way to the 50. Adenogy, the right tackles in for Collins as of a couple of weeks ago. What do you think? P. Ryan gets a handle. 
Big body that was a teammate of Mixon's in Oklahoma for a couple of years. He says, you're so stylish today. You would stun him. First and 10. There's Burrow to Higgins. Nobody near him. And he knows where to go to get the first down. They have another one. Thought that was going to be so essential to his team's hopes. Third and seven. To the end zone. Open. Wide open. Hurst hauls it in for another Cincinnati touchdown. Don't know where you're going, so when it's slippery, they want to give you more space. Third and five, looking for the first first to Hendrickson from behind, and the ball is tossed. Complete for the first to Irwin. Matt Milano, maybe, right there, 58. Rush only three. They've got pressure on him. Burrow is sacked. It's Milano. He was actually... Start the second quarter. The second and 13 after they just sacked down the last play of the first. Fires it in there for a first down, their first of the game. That's Diggs with the reception. Or rushing. Mask diving attempt for the reception. And it's made by Gabe Davis for another first down right at the 50. Second and three. Here's Beasley. First down to the 30. Third and two. There's Cook. Oh, he knew he needed to get a little more out of that. I think he's going to be spotted just about a foot short. Motion, give it to him quickly, or quarterback sneak it right away. Josh is 10 out of 11 on the year on third and one. Make that 11 out of 12. Got enough for the first down. Little shoulder fake, goes to the right side for an open. Shakir, and he's shoved out by Bates. Shakir, who came up last week. Fundamentals. Second and goal. Allen's taken off with it. But he's not going to take off. Hold on a minute. Look at this effort. Wow. took two defensive linemen. We're third and one from a goal line last week for any of these teams. Oh, I Cincinnati did good last time. There's the touchdown as he goes off left guard and has a few words to say to Jesse Bates. You want a rivalry? People had started to develop that right away about the... Bills and the Chiefs. My whole career is the championship window. Well, that's the way he thinks. You know that. Yes. It's got to be true, too. Second and six. It goes to first, and they'll mark him for the first down. It's game day, Joe, though. That's the different one. This is game day, Joe. On first down. That's Mixon. And they're running the ball effectively. That one for 12. We got an injury update from Tracy. We put both these safeties back. You're not going to get as many deep balls. Second and ten. Right in the middle of the field. It's Hurst. Somersaulting to the 35 as Marlowe makes the tackle. But that's 19 more for the Bengals. It's P. Ryan. And again, he got a good four or five yards before anyone put a hand on him. And a first down at the 20. Do this. We know what to do. Throw it right away. He does. Chase. Chase and Edmonds and the pin down by Edmonds but Chase he's going to be able to make the nifty move hasn't shown a case of nerves very often in big games third and goal to the end zone Chase touchdown what a catch 
that's out of his hands when it finally he gets to his back, isn't he, Gene? Right there. That's the toughest part. The receiver lost control of the ball. Against Tennessee and Kansas City to send him to the Super Bowl. This from 28. McPherson's kick is good. I'd come after him. Complete for the first. You can't give that ball. If you're Buffalo down 10 and you have to punt that back. Getting you the extra two. Yeah, maybe you've got to sneak preview or something later on. I don't know. But it's five in a row, which is a Bengal or Bills team record. Look at that catch. Oh, my goodness. There's your big game game coming up with a big catch. We all know what they did. There's only been one 50-yard field goal plus in postseason history here. Third and 10. Allen in trouble. Flag is out. It's going to throw on the run toward the end zone. And incomplete. This is your best chance right here to get a soft zone and get something down the field. Burrow flicks it. He Ryan with the first down. They're for real. Lou Anaruma, I'm so impressed with what they've done. I'm a believer. Callahan as well. And this is going to be Burrow taking off again. They don't have a timeout. And that probably... Block it quickly. Fast as you can, try and get it with five or four. You want your guy who can jump up, leap, has good vision on the ball, and high point. Hard part's getting it off. They got away from the rush, and he's able to launch it deep. And Gabe Davis throw it out here. If not, trying to get Diggs involved. He had three for 27 in the first half, and four progress will give him the first. Same completion percentage, yards, it's nuts. Singletary, first down, and Pratt again is there to connect, and it makes you very happy to see. You still have to trust your instincts and let it go. On first down, pressure from Hill, he gets away, and it's Shakir. He's in mind, but as a coach, I want to keep it simpler for him. Use his legs, hand the ball off, simple stuff. Well, they're going to run it with him on third and two. And he stretches out the arm. Incompletion, second and ten. Now again. On a quickly, what a catch. Oh, that was some catch by Cole Beasley. What he did, same with Leslie Frazier. Third and goal. Knox has been tough of late. They're going to go to him. Oh, they did try to. And the pass is incomplete. Dax Hill. With the excellent coverage. And the three. Makes it a 17 to 10 game. Everyone saw when the homes got injured. Here's Burrow with Russo. That's a little out of the ordinary because right now Burrow has way too much time and they can run the ball as well. And straight pass to Chase. Get the ball in his hands, and he makes something happen for 12 and a first down. Tracy, down to you. And that, of course, was Michael Hyde's position at the start of the year before a neck injury for him. Now it's Jaquan Johnson in there. First and 10. And what a catch. That was some fingertip grab by Higgins. Here's a third and 10. Had plenty of time. And first leaps for the first down. Woo! What a play by Hayden Hurst. He went right over Jaquan Johnson, who had come in for Marlowe. 
And the thing that's crazy is the only reason that that wide open is Burrow looking downfield creates more space for the receiver at that end. It's Mixon getting nine out of that. He rushed for 59 yards in the first half. That's what happened to Mike McDaniel last week. He heard that it was a first down and had to go back to the fourth and run late, and they lost it on a delay game. Toss it outside to Mixon. He's got it now, and he's inside the 10 and down to the 5. That was some block by Jackson Carr. Going to give it up, hand it off. Mixon. Still waiting for a signal. Some arms were raised. At the very end of it, you'll see Lawson come flying in, but Milano comes right there, and then there. Oh, that looks really close. That looks like a touchdown to me. Here, this is the view right there. They've challenged it, and it's a challenge I think they're going to win. They have overturned the ruling on the field. It is a touchdown. Mixon broke the plane. And I think it's the correct call. Been outstanding all year. He's gonna have to do it again. He's been a spy on Allen a bunch. Decides to go long. That ball knocked out of the hands of Gabe Davis. Burrow again. He'll take it the short route to Mixon, who high steps it to the 50 to close out the quarter. People are questioning the offensive line. No injuries, but nope, this is them imposing their will and running the ball and doing everything. When you see these guys move against them, they're bigger. That's the chase. And Jabbar breaks a tackle, gets near another first down. You know you're going to get man-to-man -man down there. You're going to see some crossers inside. Here's the pass. For Higgins, and it's incomplete. Oh, and the flag's out. Gosh, not to hear that hit up here. Yeah. Oh. There's Mixon. Cam Lewis able to make contact with him at the two. Trust this, it's pretty close right here. It's from 20, that's all it is. And that kick is good. Drove it right home. Buffalo's down 17. He's got to turn into Superman. Now he looks for another option. There's a start. Is this a catch made down the field by Dawson Knox? It's going to be hard because that defensive coordinator has done an outstanding job with pressures. Gets it away. And that catch right at the sticks. See, who are the D linemen? Who aren't? And who's coming? There you go. That's what you need to do. That's how you can win this. Singletary to the 15. Now you got a decision to make. It's fourth down and about five or six. Diggs over here. He's going to get double teamed. Go inside. Up here. One of those two. Allen still looking for answers. Now throws toward the end zone. And it's incomplete. It was intended for Davis. Eli Apple said, no, no. Not on me this time. I think Dallas can win this game. And I think they can win the Super Bowl. I also think San Francisco is as tough to play as anywhere else in the National Football League on the road in the playoffs. As you see, once again, just the effort Cincinnati's doing. You have to have a quarterback. But from there, that quarterback doesn't guarantee you a win in this game, does it? And stop short, by the way, to be fourth down. They can beat anybody, any day. 
They're not the underdogs anymore. There's a completion to Knox. Tries to break every tackle. He can't get it to about the 31. Healthier, faster, but at the same time, I just don't know for sure that he's going to be able to be Patrick Mahomes. I can tell you right now he's not going to have the same athleticism he had throughout most of the year. I think that he's not going to be near as athletic. However, Mahomes on athletic is the best pocket passer in the NFL probably. It's him and Burrow then. There's an interception. First of the game for Cincinnati. And this has been a great performance by the rookie. I mean, Tabor Britt's done it all. And now he gets to say he has a postseason pick. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Uh, that was the divisional round versus Cincinnati versus Buffalo. Final score, Cincinnati 27, Buffalo 10. And the major reason that Cincinnati won was because of the weather. The weather slowed down the pass rush so that uh, below average offensive line had enough time to protect Joe Burr. And I always say, with enough time, anybody can be good to great in the, in the NFL as long as they're protected. Anybody. Uh, right. So... That was the Cincinnati Bengals. So they moved on to the AFC Championship versus the, guess who? Kansas City Chiefs. Not going to show you Kansas City Chiefs versus um, Jacksonville Jaguars because you know what happened. And in this game, there is no weather. So let's go. Kansas City played a little too soft in the week 13 game, gave the checkdowns. They're not going to do that today. On second and seven, they try to bring some pressure. He's got a wide open target, and for the second straight snap, it ends up a pass play into the hands of Jamar Chase. Third and nine. Now they're after him. They got him. That's Clark who finishes it off. Dana got to him first. Highest scoring team in the league, number one in total offense. Second and nine. Fake it to Pacheco. Now they're going to throw it over his way. Wilson trying to get the angle. Pacheco tiptoes down the sideline and picked up the first down from the 46 of Cincinnati. On the run, he's got Kelsey. And Kelsey's taken off for another big game. Give him another 16 yard play back to back. See Hendrickson ready to dig in on third and five. See how much Mahomes could move. He's got time just to throw it to the end zone. And is it caught? Tony. They're still deciding. They haven't determined it yet. Said incomplete. Incomplete now. You're right. Oh, my goodness. That was a perfectly thrown ball to beat this team who wants to drop eight. You gotta check the ball down, get the ball out of your hands quickly. We did that last week in the second half, early here today. So Butker knocks it through. Huge blow to this team. Outside of Chris Jones, you now have three rookies playing at cornerback for them. Second and eight. More pressure. And it gets to him for a second time. Willie Gay was able to pinch the edge. Dunlap was in the area. Burrow's been dropped the last two dropbacks. Here he's got third and 18. Make it three consecutive. And that, believe it or not, for Chris Jones, it's his first career postseason sack. 
in game 14. They got a screen set up for Pacheco. He's got the first down, and he's got a burst to the 45. First attempt from the 45. He's got Tony. Tony falls awkwardly, but he's got the first down. Clemson in the game. All kinds of time. And it's lateral by Kelsey to McKinnon, who has to fall on it at the 22. What a setup play that was at University of Cincinnati before Brian Kelly, now the LSU coach. Converted him to a tight end. Here's a first and ten. Again, time for Mahomes. He's got McKinnon dancing around the ten. Last year, he's done everything for this team. Seal the pocket. All kinds of time. For a while, Mahomes had it. Here's Kelsey threatening to lateral again to Gray, but he holds on to it down to about the six. I thought he was going to do it again, Tom. The second field goal. Just how they began the game with a quick toss to Chase. And he's got about eight. They're going to keep all up by the line of scrimmage a lot. Back out, come up and go. They take it to P. Ryan. And they set up screen over to Wilcox. And he's up ahead for about 11. Burrow with four completions. And he's been sacked an equal number of times. Now he's got time to throw it. Beautiful pass. And it's Boyd with his first target and catch. Second and ten. They rush four. Burrow zips it down the middle. And tackled at the 15. It's Boyd for the second time on this drive. Coming in a little tighter. 12th play of the drive. Burrow to the end zone and in and out of the hands. Right through the hands actually a burst who caught one for a score last week against Buffalo. And Cincinnati is on the board. I think right now you're done with the first 15, all your scripting, everything coming in this game. Now it's like, okay, who are these teams? What are they doing on defense? Now we're going to attack this in way. Second and five, the completion. But I think sometimes just checking it down, getting it out, keeping the game simple. Slides away from the pressure. Osai was coming after him. And he goes to the other receiver they picked up. Caught a touchdown against Jacksonville last week. First and ten. Now looking long. Down the field it goes. And it's right back to Valdez Scantling and a completion. This guy's played it. Every time he started this year, he's playing an AFC Championship game. He's ready for this one. Going to go up top on third and one. And he has to run for it. You saw the graphic, by the way. I think you're going to get a motion right here. And you're going to all of a sudden get a quick snap, roll off to the side, and go to the flat. Is it there? End zone. Caught. Travis Kelsey with the touchdown on fourth and one. This is all Kelsey and Mahomes. Intercepted by Watson, who has an interception for the second straight week. He's forced a couple of incompletions, and they get one more here. Mahomes, that pass over the head of rookie Sky Moore. 
Frank Clark standing up, ready to come in. On the other side, they get after Burrow. He has to throw it on the run, and it's knocked out of the hands, and intercepted off the deflection, but a flag comes in as Thornhill ends up with the football. Pass interference. Defense number six. It's a spot foul, and now Cincinnati's in business. He's right there, but he's got speed for a big guy, plays outside, inside. Here's second and nine, and Burrow, precise to chase. We go Mixon, and he's got the first and a couple to spare. 39 seconds, one timeout for the Bengals. He's got Higgins for another first down. Couldn't come into the league. They couldn't get a single-digit number. He wants it now. 85 is a good one, and they need him again. Here they go. Down to the five, and there he is, Tony, at the five-yard line from the five. There's Burrow to the end zone, and nothing there with four seconds to go. And that kick is good to close out the half. But last year, Kansas City led 21-10 at the intermission. Tonight, it's 13-6 Chiefs. They adjusted. They're actually finding their footing now. Third and seven. And Mahomes going for the deep ball. And it's not there. Double coverage. Oh. They bring extra pressure. And the pass to Higgins. Yeah, Chase at the top. Watson's on him, and right up the middle, Burrow slides to the 30 and a first down. All the way on the outside. Able to see him. Here's the pass. Oh, what a catch! Leaping into the air and pulling it down is T. Higgins. And the Bengals are an extra point away from tying the game. 27 yards. When I talked about the adjustments and how high level... You called it that end of the first half, that drive, and then all of a sudden coming out in this half, nothing. It's been 60 minutes of real time since they picked up a first, and now they've got one. Second and five it is. Eight minutes to go in the third. Mahomes standing in the pocket. Over to Valdez. Scantling with a block right in front. And catch him from blocking two. Good job early in the game, moving Kelsey game spots, coming after him here. Got to get it out quick. Boy, they're coming. There's the pass. Valdez Scantling reaches his hand out, but they're going to mark him about a half yard short. Wins the challenge, but it comes with consequences. They are out of challenges, and they give him the forward progress right here on the reach out. Guys are going to be around you if you're Mahomes. Heads up, stand in the pocket, fire under duress. On the pocket, on the run, to the end zone, it's caught, on his back, Valdez Scantling. They had a conversion on third and 14 in the first half, this is third and 17. Burrows on the run, at the line of scrimmage, gets the pass away, and it's incomplete. Ball was tipped, intended for T. Higgins. Solomon tries to start on his left side. Second and ten. He's got Kelsey who darts after the reception for another first down. Oh. 
Miss Hubbard falls on it. Slipped out of the hands of Mahomes. I think this is a fumble, and if you never get possession of the ball, even if your arms go for it, you never have possession. It's going to be a fumble, Jim. I never thought he got it. Call it an empty hand, Gene? Yeah, exactly, Tony. So this, as Mahomes is going back, uh, he just doesn't have possession of his footballs as a hand goes forward. So we call it empty hand, fumble by rule. This is a loose ball, fumble. First team to go to the Super Bowl, they would be back-to-back -back years on the road having won a championship game. Third and five, down seven. It's P. Ryan. Tacklers are there, and the Chiefs defense comes up big after the turnover. I don't think they're going to go for it here. Kansas City, be smart. If they do, this is aggressive. Uh, this is aggressive. This is what you called it. Here's the pass down the field, and look at the catch! Leaping into the air and coming down with it. Stop him in the red zone. Whoever does that more often wins this game. Both these teams are going to move the ball. Higgins moving to the left side. They go up the middle with P-Line, the big body. Wow, and ahead for the touchdown. Here comes Cincinnati, the Bengals. Every time you think it can start going, they get right back in it. Well, Valdez Scantling certainly has. Giving him his due. Here's the pass, dumping it out. Pacheco trying to make a move, fighting for that first down yardage. He's about a half yard shot. Usually there's motion. There's third to foot. And it's Pacheco. And he's got the first, just barely. Let's give Mahomes another opportunity. That seems like they're not looking forward to that. Let's see what happens with it. Mahomes is down at the 24. B.J. Hill, there is a flag, though, in the secondary near midfield. Holding. Defense number 20, five-yard penalty. Automatic first Then you've got guys inside who can win, and they have one-on-one. -on -one. Third and nine, they're bringing it. Pass incomplete. It was behind Valdez Scantling. Nixon. That's his longest run of the night, giving him now eight carries. For 18 yards. Back to Pocket seal for a while. Down the field to Higgins. Oh, it's tapped away and intercepted. That was Cook who got a hand on it. And then it was Williams who was able to catch it off the deflection. There's a pass complete to the 29 to Marcus Kemp. And we're inside five minutes. Up it off. Pacheco. Crab waiting for him. Pacheco breaks it. Pacheco to the 40. And the Chiefs get a big boost from the rookie. He's been the most reliable target. Outside. Yep, outside right here, though. Kelsey's the receiver. He's Mahomes, tosses it, McKinnon, and he's going to be smothered at about the 38. We have another flat on first down. He's going up top. He gets it to Higgins, who dives at the end of that for a first down. Has to get to the 27 for a first down. And there's the throw, wide open is Hayden Hurst with 56 seconds to go. They've done a good job. See how they got him right there? Go ahead and follow.
comes Chris Jones after him. Chris Jones got him. And that'll be a timeout by Kansas City. They moved. Andy Reid showing a lot of faith in the rookie as Crispin's going to send it his way. Jack Puddles at the 20. He's going to take off. Takes off and just flies out there. That's Scott Moore near the 50. One timeout for the Chiefs. It's Mahomes. In trouble. Dumps it off. Pacheco. Pacheco taking players with him to the 47. And they take the timeout. It favors that, but you still got a chance to clock it. Take your time and take the shot down. Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. He's going to go for the... Yes, he's got the marker. He's got the out-of-bounds to stop it. And Osai was hurt as he hit the bench. And a flag's coming in to put him 15 yards closer. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Defense number 58. And that 15 yards. 40-yard field goal attempt to go to the Super Bowl. Right there at the end. Gene playing great all day and can't make that decision. Yeah, guys, on this play, you can clearly see that Patrick Mahomes has both feet out in the white as he's getting hit. This is a late hit out of bounds on the play. Here's Brucker. For 45 yards. All the way. It's good. Then a bunch of desperation laterals coming up. Yep. There it is on the ground. Retrieved by Berlin. He's going to swing it over to Taylor. He's not down yet. He is now. It's it's over. It is over. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it was over. The final score: Kansas City twenty-three, Cincinnati twenty. You got a feel for number 58. He was just he was he was just trying to do his job and he and he all and he did something really really bad. So uh, a second side note from this game, Tony Robo almost said the N-word on live TV. Would y'all be mad if he actually said it? Would you? Would you be mad? The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. You talked about this. Oh, he, he, it, three, three what? We'll say it one more time. Check it out. Three, you talked about this the best. He almost said the N-word. He almost said ninjas on the, on the, on CBS. But really. Would you guys really be upset if he said ninja on national TV, CBS, during the daytime, during a national football game? Would you be mad? For the play, right there, you got three, you talked about this, the best. Uh, not, not N-I-G-G-E-R, N-Y-G-G-A. Would you get mad? Would you get mad? Be honest. There, you got three. You talked about this the best. All right. So, the 
Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for, I guess what, third time? Yeah, third time in five years. So now let's move on to the NFC. Uh, this is divisional round. This is San Francisco versus the Dallas Cowboys. Somebody says the Dallas Cowboys always moves the needle. Let's check it out. It's, it's pretty fascinating. Looking to throw it his way. Pressure. Purdy is drilled. Immediate pressure from Osa Zua. It's only a three-man rush. Purdy quick throw over the middle. Clutch is made, but it's... Second and long. Four-man rush. Prescott has time. Throwing near side. It is caught by Hilton, who's inbound. Pressure again. Prescott throws into traffic as a completion up to the 40. It's a short one, though. Prescott in trouble. Throws incomplete. He was looking for Dalton Schultz. Ahead of the chains for that play-action passing game. Purdy on the fake fires. And it's a perfect throw to Kittle down the seam. Third and nine. Quick snap. Purdy pressure. Throws incomplete. Heavy pressure in his face that time. As long as you can pass protect. Third long. Blitz coming. Prescott fires. Oh, it's intercepted. Far side of the field. Diamond Lenore it, picked it off for the Niners in business. Surrounding Dak this year has been the turnovers. You'll see Diamondor Lenore, he's matched up against Gallup on the outside. He, in essence, runs the route for Gallup. I'm not exactly sure what made Dak Prescott let go of this ball. To Marcus Lawrence, a couple big plays in a row for him, and the second sack for Dallas. Four-man rush. Purdy has time. Sings one. Ayuk gets his at the ten, and Brandon Ayuk has a first down for the 49ers. Third and goal. Pressure coming. Purdy in trouble. Now he spins back, way back there. Fires back foot and just throws it away. So here's Robbie Gold from 26 yards out. And the kick is up, and it is good. He wants him to play patient, but not conservative. Prescott Punks gets it to CeeDee Lamb, who tips toes his way. It's a tough deck. Jumbo formation. They run it to Pollard, who has a little seam, and Pollard spinning his way up across the 40. Good. Prescott on a fake. Has time. Slings it over the middle. Has a first down to Brown, who's got another catch. That's what they have here. Yeah, he did not get it, obviously. It's a third and a short yard. Oh, trouble on the exchange, and Elliott lunging forward. Prescott over the middle, catches made by Lamb, and tackled just a little short of a first down. And so they go. Fourth down, Lamb on a jet sweep. Had to make a man miss, and he does. Prescott on the keeper, has room to roll, Prescott racing for the end zone, he's taken down inside the five. On the fake, Prescott rolling, throwing, Schultz, in, touchdown Dallas. 
no good. It was blocked. Samson Ebicom, I think, got his hands on it. My goodness. Third and seven. Purdy taps throws McCaffrey. Hit immediately now the spot. Probably added to this pass rush. Third and two. Purdy to throw. Fires near side. It's caught. Juwan Jennings has his first catch. And there's a penalty at the end of it, too. Second and 19 here as Purdy. Has time this time. Fires in the middle at Samuel. In stride and down to the 30. Empty set. Purdy steps away from pressure. Floats one incomplete. Perfect. Played it beautifully. Dallas's deep defense is equally fast. They're equally athletic. And so far, it's posing a challenge. Prescott gets it. Elliott. No one there. Elliott. Room to run. And gets hit late. Waiting for a flag. There it is. Blitz coming. Prescott gets it off the pilot. Tries to get around Greenlaw, who drags him down. Nice play from Drake Greenlaw. Prescott in trouble. Gets away. Gonna run for the first down. Oh, he got out of there in time, and Prescott keeps the drive going. Prescott. It is picked off by Fred Warner. Warner's got it. Lamb chases him down in the second interception today for the 49ers. Tipped off a ward. Fred Warner cleaned it up, and San Francisco with 1.15 left in the half. Talk about changing the complexity of this first half. Yeah, tie game, 1.15 to go. Two timeouts for the 49ers. Going to run into Samuel. Good cut. Up the middle for Tebow. Parsons not nearly as big as Reggie was. So good. Here's Purdy. 17 seconds. Pressure from Parsons again. Gets rid of it. Jennings in stride, and he's out of bounds in field goal range. Turpin is back deep to receive in case he's short. Gold puts it up there. It is good. To generate big plays and be efficient on these early downs. Bosa coming with pressure. Prescott escapes. Tucks it and runs and is taken down a little short. Prescott, quick throw. Lamb, first down, turns on the speed. Complete. I think he had a shot to just put him on it, put it on him for the first down. Anger gets it away. Short liner of a kick. McLeod catches it over his head. Oh, he lost the ball. It is loose. It looked like Dallas recovered. AC kind of gets knocked out there. Kelvin Joseph, number one, and then there's kind of a mad scramble for the ball. Marquise Bell, number 41, came up with it. Wow, what a turn of events there. And so the first turnover for the 49ers comes on special teams. John Fossil fired up. Quick throw. Lamb again gets a block, turns the speed down to the 10 and a first down. Prescott goes over the middle. Up there forever.
Spurs got it. And boy, does that have to feel great. And more importantly, ties the game. And we'll kick it off here. McLeod going to take it out from the one. Spins off a tackle. Now he's got some room. Out across the 45, all the way up across midfield, and hit out of bounds there. Samuel. He's in trouble. He's taken down by Lawrence. What's coming? Purdy gets rid of it. Felicia McCaffrey didn't see it. On the fake, Prescott loaded it up. Has a man. It's Lamb. He has got it. Oh, what a catch. Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, they're both on the sideline. So what do you do? First play, you take a shot. You go one-on-one, -on -one, your That's best player. Defense number 38. Kelly's decline. Himself in the play. First down. The ball's a little underthrown. That's what gets the Amador and Lenore in a little bit of trouble with the contact. CeeDee Lamb says it doesn't matter. Blitz coming. Prescott over the middle for Lamb. Incomplete. Warner had terrific coverage. That's a linebacker. On Boy, he's going to take one play. scramble drill Brock Purdy Brock Purdy kind of breaks the cardinal rule you never throw the ball back across the middle of the field but in this case George Kittle makes a circus one-hand catch nothing but net Parsons with pressure Purdy McCaffrey makes a catch in heavy traffic McCaffrey again Right up the gun, and there's a little bit bigger hole. Give Yuschek right up the gun. Backwards now, and then he gets stymied at about the two. McCaffrey right up the gun and in. Touchdown, San Francisco. SFL made a Pro Bowl and almost changed this game. First down. Quick throw to Lamb. Gets a couple of blocks. Spins it away. They get smoked by Fred Warner. They trust it to Elliott, who's got the first down. He's been so good in those short situations. And that good play design to pick up that first down. Malik Davis in the game for the first time. A running back. Fake to him. Prescott's got time. Coming near side. Lamb's one. Open, and he's got a catch and a first down. Uh-oh. Prescott avoids a fungus and then just slides down. Blitz coming. Prescott underneath another one, two, Lamb. Fights his way down to the 25. And Lamar has it. 
does it. I'm, I'm not just happy to occupy this job for these couple weeks. Like, in his mind, he is the future of this organization. 30 back to throw. Rifles one to Kittle and a good throw and catch and a first down. For any safety. Hand it off here to Mitchell. Nice little cut and a strong run by Mitchell up to midfield. Purdy stands in. Ayuk in stride on the slant and another first down. McCaffrey lined up as a wide receiver. Bottom of your screen. Third and three. Purdy looking for McCaffrey. Makes the catch in traffic. Mitchell. Breaks a tackle and Elijah Mitchell has a first down. Purdy, pressure, steps away, looking to take off and run, and he's tackled short of the first down. And gold is perfect again. 7.49 a lead, 3.04. Third down. Prescott in trouble. He is sacked. Purdy's going to throw. Over the middle, and he's got Kittle. Why not for a first down up across the 40? Just great strategy, great use of the clock there by Kyle Shanahan. Going to run it here, though, to Mitchell. Up to gut, and Mitchell. Pitch. Mitchell looking for a seam. Elijah Mitchell, first down. He goes out of bounds. Oh, they go empty. Trying to end the game here. Get it out to McCaffrey looking for a block from Ayuk, and he's tackled right away by J. Ron Curse. Prescott far side caught by Schultz. He's going to get about nine yards. Before this clock goes down any less, they've got to try to get a chunk play. Stop the clock with 27 seconds. No, they're going to wind the clock. Two-man rush. Prescott throws far side. Schultz out of bounds with five seconds left. Is what you're talking about here. Let's see again. Catch. Yeah, they get This is where. All right. So the ball's in his hands. That right toe looks like it's off the ground. Let's bring in Mike Pereira. Mike, is that enough Like the, when he first catches it to be a catch, or you think the foot's off the ground? I think you have to look at total control. When does he get total control? You're looking at that back foot, that right foot. Is it up off the ground? It really is. This is going to be an incomplete pass. Formation here. After reviewing the play, the receiver only had one foot inbound. It's an incomplete pass. Final play looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turf. Gets smoked right away. And that'll do it, the 49ers, back to the championship game. All right. Uh, the final score, Dallas 12, the 49ers 19. Uh, the follow-up from this game is Kellen Moore. Got fired and went to uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Mike McCarthy will call plays and they hired Schottenheimer as their OC. 
uh, this is another proof that since Dan Quinn led the Falcons to the Super Bowl and blew that lead, he will not win or make a Super Bowl until Atlanta does. Call me a hater all you want. That's just me. Okay. Moving on to the NFC Championship game, we got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Check it out. Looking to throw on first down. Far center field, A.J. Brown for their run game. Second down here is Miles Sanders right up the gut and a first down. Third and eight, blitz coming. Hurts rolls away and it's caught for a first down. Low throw, but a good adjustment. Third and ten here. They back off the blitz. Hurts over the middle. Caught, but short of a first down. They need three. Hurts runs out of the pocket. Looking for a deep Devontae Smith. One-hander. It's the end. He's got it. You see him across the board, man, and they're in great shape. Jimmy Ward's in good position. This is just scramble drill. They teach the receivers, if you're running horizontal, you're running to the sideline, when you see your quarterback scramble, you go deep. You go take the top off and run. What an unbelievable catch and adjustment in the air by Devontae Smith. They're one of the most aggressive teams in attempting fourth downs. Second and goal. And it off. Sanders walks in. Touchdown, Eagles. defense as there is across the entire league. Out of fake pressure coming. Purdy, deck, floating in the air. It is. Is it picked? No. Hit the ground. Yeah, so take a look here. This ball is clearly hit. That is an open hand. That is a fumble, Kevin. After reviewing the play, the ball came out prior to the quarterback's hand going forward. As a result, it was a tight end up. Gainwell, 100 yard game last week. Nothing here. Johnson, pressure, Reddick buries him. Oh. And the Eagles with the big sack and the big play, and Reddick takes it over. Johnson just going to hand off McCaffrey. A long way to go. Has some good space. McCaffrey made it interesting. Here's Jalen Hurts looking to throw. Quick throw for A.J. Brown. Gets a block. Brown rumbling forward. Third and nine here. Hurts is protected. Going deep. A.J. Brown overthrown. He had him too. Nine seconds left in the first. Johnson back to throw. Slings on a good throw with Debo Samuel. We start with a second and short. Hand off McCaffrey right up the gut for a first down inside the 35. Now what about the starter? Is there more magic now with your fourth string quarterback? Here's Johnson about to tell us. Pressure comes. Rose has been taken down by Javon Hargrave and the signal is he's down. They have to get to the 24. Penalty flag. Johnson in trouble. Throws incomplete. 
that this whole offense is built around Jalen Hurts. There's no doubt about that. And Hurts in trouble, and he is just going to get out of the end zone. Hurts from his own end zone, the far side, is over the head of A.J. Brown, the fourth quarterback of the year, his first ever playoff action in a decade in the league. Back to pass, looks to set up a screen, McCaffrey has room, and a block, Christian McCaffrey upended right around a first down. Johnson, pressure, Johnson throws, oh good catch, McCaffrey bobbled and held on. Give his quarterback a chance to get some completions on first and second down. Here is McCaffrey, right side, breaks a tackle, good shooting move, gets that, still going, McCaffrey's gonna score! You need your stars to show up. Christian McCaffrey's put the team on his back this drive, a little wham block, outside in by George Kittle, and then this is just, this is just rush after contact. This is just refusing to go down, nothing pretty. Just running through, jumping over guy. Anytime you have your fourth string quarterback in there, and they're going to need their stars to perform. And that's what McCaffrey did. And now it's the Eagles. See if they get the offense going. Third and two. It is Hurts with a nice move and a spin, and he is going to be short. So we've seen in recent weeks, they do have some counters off of it, but this looks like Sneak. It is Sneak, and Hurts surges forward for a first down. Hurts stands in over the middle, catches made in a short completion. Hurts over the middle, Gainwell makes a catch, makes a great move, and another. Third down and two, right up the middle, Gainwell. Gainwell again, big hole, Gainwell inside the 30, and then met at the 25 and flipped out of bounds there. Hurts. Sanders getting a block from Johnson over there, but Greenlaw flies over to make a great tackle. Let's see why. Second down and five. Sanders gets it left side. Big room and a touchdown for Sanders. His second. and in stride Samuel who has a first down. The first down play sets the tone for a two-minute drive. Ball is bobbled and it's on the ground and loose. Who's going to get it? He just dropped it. I mean, that was a good snap. The Eagles have it. Hurts to throw. Has time. Quickly over the middle. It's got Goddard who makes the catch. Gonna throw it out to Goddard with a couple blocks. Dallas Goddard flips over. Hurts gonna give it to Scott. Racing around the edge. Scott is in. Touchdown, Philadelphia. the catch when you play in San Francisco. Johnson hit as he throws. It is up there. It is nearly intercepted by Darius Slay. 
going to get to McCaffrey right up the middle, and he gets tackled well short by T.J. Edwards. His protection with these two linebackers up tight. Blitz coming. It's blocked. Hurts taking a shot. A.J. Brown well covered by Charvarius Ward, and it's out of bounds incomplete. Third and long. Four-man rush trying to set up a screen to McCaffrey. Has some room. Oh, it's well played. Kaiser White was there. It looked like he had some room to roll. Back. Hurts going to throw it. Pressure. Rolling. Now this is going to take off Jalen Hurts up across the 15. Offense. Third down. Hurts throws far south field. It's caught. And Smith pre-snap. That's an easy decision by Jalen Hurts. He's going to hand it off here. Gainwell spinning his way out to the 30. His performance today neutralizing the pass rush of Nick Bosa has been critical. Third down. Hurts with pressure, low throw, bobbled, and a great catch and a first down. Gainwell still chugging. Stop reacting to a tough throw. Hurts on the keep, sprinting to the edge and gets up around midfield. Hurts design run, lead block of Kelsey. Hurts, first down. Unwilling to take those hits, his effectiveness as a runner deteriorates. Another design run and breaks a tackle. Hurts still on his feet, first down. First and goal, Eagles and a late flag and a couple of them. For this Eagles offense. Going to sneak it again. Hurts looking for a push from behind. He is waiting for a signal in. Touchdown, Eagles. And he showed clips of the second press conference as a result as well. Here goes McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. McCaffrey on the run. Still McCaffrey able to surge forward. Hand it off again. McCaffrey is still fighting. And fourth and two. Samuel is buried. Fletcher Cox. Maddox. Eagles take over. Gainwell's got it. Cuts to the outside. Good move, good speed, and a first down. Gainwell again. Third and seven. Tackled immediately as Gainwell that time by McGill. Kick is up, and it is good. Debo Samuel back deep, going to take it on out, and breaks a couple of tackles, Samuel's still on his feet, still going, and finally going to be wrestled by multiple Eagles down to the ground. Option at quarterback. Yeah, Tevin Coleman in the game, we'll get a couple flips back to McCaffrey, why not, pump fakes, now he lets one fly, and there's no one over there. McCaffrey, little razzle-dazzle. Samuel gets away from one tackle. Not the next. Blankenship with the hit. Eagles take over. It's tied behind their back. And yeah, Boston Scott getting the carries. Gardner Minshew. They've been magic all season. Their season's going to continue. It's Scott right up the gut, just running out time. And the Eagles on fourth down will just go here. Give it to Gainwell up the middle. First down. 
And that was Victory Formation, the Eagles 31, San Francisco 7. And again, proves the point. Kyle Shanahan will not, I repeat, will not win a Super Bowl. Because he did already go to a Super Bowl. But will not win a Super Bowl until the Atlanta Falcons win theirs. Alright, we got a matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, which marks the first time two African-American or black quarterbacks will start versus each other. So, I got my money on the Chiefs because they have the better quarterback. And that will be next weekend, February 12th. Let the commercials begin. All right. Uh, we also had new head coaches hired to, during this weekend. A couple of coordinators. Um, D'Amico Ryans is a new Texan head coach. He got six years. Hope we can make it that far. Then we have um, the Broncos hired... Sean Payton, they gave up a first and a third, I think, in the draft, a first this year and a third next year uh, for hiring him from the Saints. And I don't think anybody else got hired yet in the hiring cycle yet, but at least we had one African-American head coach that was hired. Check it out. J.J. Watt put out a tweet yesterday of him and D'Amico when they were on the sidelines in Texans uniform. Swagoo, your thoughts on this hire? Yeah, I was opposed to black coaches going coaching Houston unless it was like this. Unless it was something where you could actually build and be a part of what this organization is doing from front to back. And R.C. mentioned it with David Cully and Lovey Smith. Uh, and, and so many guys around the league had tremendous respect for them. But they, I, I don't want to say they know they, they got hired to get fired, but they knew that it wasn't a long-term situation, and they knew that their tenure would be short. When I see the six years, that's my focus. Mm-hmm. Like, D'Amico Rez is a really good coach. We watched it on this He's alone. You see how those players responded to him on that sideline for the San Francisco 49ers. He's been in a winning culture, and obviously his history with the Houston Texans. Dare I say, the Houston Texans finally got it right mm. with a black head coach. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about D'Amico Rands shifting the culture in Houston. Because, look, regardless of what fans think and people know, us three sitting here and Kevin DeGundy, we know the type of conversation and connotation that goes on around the Houston Texans yeah. organization yeah. and when they hire coaches. This is a different day in Houston. And hopefully... We can see that manifesting D'Amico having a lot of success, but also this organization starting to kind of right itself with the black community when it comes to football, but also how they've been going about their business for the last few years of hiring black coaches that were set up to fail. Yeah, just think of the room. Think of the, his first team meeting right yeah. there with D'Amico Ryans and all the players. They know about what Swagoo just talked about, the six. Yeah. Six-year deal, okay? Now it looks like it, it's not temporary. You're not looking at a head coach thinking, all right, yeah, but I know. Well, I'll I ask you. The guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, this is it. This is a guy. You, you almost commit to it more yes. when you know the organization yes. has committed to your head coach. And the other thing is this, too. Like, Absolutely. when you look at a guy and 
and y'all know this, I don't want somebody nobody else wants, right? David Cully wasn't about to be a coach in the NFL, right? Lovey Smith wasn't about to get another head coaching job. This is a dude that other teams want. This, this just wasn't just the Houston Texans saying, oh, I've identified this guy, and I think he can coach. No. This is the Miko Ryans. This is the coach of the number one defense in the entire NFL. This is a guy that was coveted by other organizations. So getting him is a win for us. Yep. We won this time in getting this coach. He's going to be here with me. He's going to help a young Derek Stingley grow. He's going to help a young Petrie at safety yeah. grow. He's going to help whatever quarterback we get an opportunity to draft grow. That's important. And I'll say this about fans. In the two hey, coaching me. situations oh, that we just talked about, okay, Sean Payton and now D'Amico Ryan's. Sean Payton's impact can be immediate yep. in terms of what he can do for that. Now, this is a little bit more of a yep. process. Fans have to understand that, okay? Yes. You're not just bringing a new coach in here where he, he replaces a guy that's like the coaches look to and like, come on, man, get out of here. This is now, you, you have your coach. This is our guy. We got need some players with us yeah. here. We got the picks. We have to, we have to grow. Fans got to understand that with this situation, too. And I also think we would be remiss to say this, because I know that a lot of people don't watch the Texans play football. This team fight their ass off. Oh, now. yeah. Like, if you watch the Houston Texans play football under Lovey Smith, under David Culley, we ended up seeing them in game. They took Dallas to the brink this year. They went a team to overtime with KC yeah. and the Eagles. That was exactly. This, is, this has never been about the buy-in on that roster. D'Amico Ryans is walking into a locker room with a bunch of dudes that want to win football yeah. games. And they are going to play hard. they just going to be better having him as a head coach now. Yeah. And by the way, when you come in with a new head coach, now he's tied to a potential quarterback, a franchise quarterback yes. with that number two pick. We will see if they want to even move up to number one. You've got C.J. Shroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. We can see how this plays out. Yep, that's what it is. The Texans... Got their coach, and we'll see if they get the right quarterback. Uh, moving on to Atlanta Falcons news. Uh, there are a couple of rumors. Uh, they're going to trade for Lamar Jackson. Nope. The Ravens have a franchise tag of $32 million. They will not do that. Trade for Derek Carr. Nope. His $40 million will be guaranteed two days after the Super Bowl. If you want him, let him cut him. Um, they hired a new um, DC, and they're gonna—I guess—they're gonna get a couple players from the Saints. I don't mind. Um, Patrick Peterson, as long as we get him at a mid uh, vet minimum deal, I can live with that. And also drafting a quarterback. No, do not draft a quarterback. These are rumors. Also, Jalen Ramsey again. Uh, I'll take Jay. I'll take any star with for the right price. Currently, right now we're at fifty-six million dollars under the cap. It can go up to, I think, seventy or seventy-two. With when you cut Mariota and the other big name corner they signed last last year, but let's go ahead and hear about the defensive corner that they hired. Welcome in to Falcons today on the road. It's Chat Sports holiday party tonight, but the Saints have, oh, no, no, no. The Falcons have hired Saints co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen as Atlanta's next D.C. So you know what? Producer Rolly and I, you know him from the beer pong, 
hopped outside the restaurant mid-dinner, and we're going to break down this hiring for you guys for the next 7 minutes and 45 seconds. So let's introduce everyone to Ryan Nielsen. I think a good vote of confidence should be a Saints fan, Trace Gerard, hopping on for the you know, next 30 seconds or so. Trace, I know the Saints and Falcons hate each other. Absolutely. But as a Saints guy yourself, what can you say to your mortal enemy Falcons fans about what they're getting in Ryan Nielsen as their DC? Absolutely. So Ryan Nielsen is the co-defensive coordinator. He's a defensive, He was the co-defensive coordinator for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Was a defensive line coach. He coached up Cam Jordan. He coached up David Onyemata, Shai Tuttle, guys like that, Marcus Davenport. Quality athletes, quality pass rushers. I know that the Falcons and the Saints have had some issues with their pass rush and you know getting to Matt Ryan, getting to Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, whoever it is. I know the Saints defensive line has been all over the Falcons quarterback, whoever. Right, now you just try to so, put salt on the Yeah, I might be. I might yeah. be. But <laughs> hey, you really did hire a great defensive coordinator. You hired hear. a great coach. He knows what he's doing. He's got great schematics, and I, I think that it's a phenomenal coach. All right, enough of this. Is it the scheme or is it the players? We need players. So, draft coming up, free agency. Again, they have 56 at the moment. Could be going to 70 because the NFL cap situation is $224.8 million. So, 224 because we round down. And that's what they'll do. All right. Uh, in other news, the Knicks need a new coach. Because they are, what, fifth? No, they're seventh now. They're in a play-in. Play-in, and they just got beat by Toronto because he's playing a nine-man rotation during the regular season. Makes no sense. Needs to be hired, fired. Uh, the Lakers. No, not the Lakers, not yet. Um, in WNBA news, there's two big threes, the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. They both have two big threes. All right, the season hasn't started yet, so my prediction, the Liberty out of the East and the Aces go for back-to-back championships. Um, and I think with the younger big three, the Liberty will win. And then in NBA news, Kyrie Irving requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. But guess what? Guess who offered something the Los Angeles Lakers yes the Lakers offered AD two first round picks and two pick swaps to go ahead and get that done will it be done before the trade deadline who knows uh, but let's get some input from the uh, Stephen a. what does Stephen A think what do you think of this trade request idiotic Let's get that out of the way. Um, here's a guy in Kyrie Irving that for the last three years has gotten most of his money but missed more than 50% of his games. Enters the last year after this offseason. Um, obviously, the situation that he got himself into earlier this year was unfortunate, um, but he resurrected himself from that was playing spectacular basketball, leading both together amongst the guards for the All-Star game, uh, playing outstanding basketball and reminding everybody what an absolute flat-out superstar basketball player he is. No one questioned that. All we ever questioned was, 
Can the man go the rest of the season without being any kind of distraction? If he's going to have a chance to get his money. And lo and behold, he pulls this. And why? Because the Brooklyn Mets, the Brooklyn Nets had the temerity, the unmitigated goal, to say, play the season. We'll see. Because we haven't had you for a full season without any drama. And here he is again. For a guy that's looking for a long-term deal from another team, there is no question about what you're getting when Kyrie Irving is on the basketball court. The only question mark regarding him is his commitment to not being a distraction and to going out there and performing. And the fact that he's made headlines with this, all it did was serve to remind everybody out there, he's spectacular, we'd love to have him in our uniform, so long as we don't have to make a long-term investment in him because he cannot be trusted. He just reminded the basketball world of that. So, Stephen A., if you're a GM for some of the teams that we've talked about that have the space to trade for Kyrie Irving, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Mavericks, the Heat, as some of those teams, would you do it? Would you Would you make that deal? It depends on what I'm getting rid of in return for his services. If I'm getting a superior basketball player, and in the midst of all of that, I'm getting rid of players and contracts that I don't want on my dockets, sure. But that's entirely different, Malika, than making a long-term commitment in him. Because you're not obligated to do that just because you trade for him. He can talk about where he wants to go all he wants to. But if there's not a market for him to get a long-term contract, then he has to accept whether it's staying in Brooklyn or going wherever he ends up going. Because there's not a market out there for somebody that's willing to give him a long-term deal. That's the situation. He doesn't have the leverage that he thinks he has. I'm looking at our news bar. It says that Kyrie has maintained interest in the Los Angeles Lakers. Before we let you go, Stephen A., your thoughts on a potential reunion between LeBron James and Kyrie Irving? That would be absolutely spectacular if the Lakers were able to pull it off. But in order to do that, they'd have to send away probably Russell Westbrook. If you do that to get the $47 million off your books, Brooklyn would have to reunite KD with Russell Westbrook. How you think they go, how you think KD gonna feel about that? Right. And so regardless of what everybody is saying, I consider that scenario highly unlikely. Impossible? No. But highly unlikely. I'd love to see Kyrie Irving in Tinseltown with LeBron and Anthony Davis and see what that materializes into. But the bottom line is the Lakers would have to give up a haul to get him. The Brooklyn Nets would have to accept and embrace that haul, and that's a lot to expect. So I consider that to be a highly unlikely scenario. And the Lakers have offered Adrian Davis, I mean Anthony Davis, two first-rounders and two pick swaps for Kyrie Irving. My question is, you're leaving Kevin Durant, top three player in the world. Ben Simmons. Can't shoot, but I'd say top 20 defender in the world. What are you saying that you want to request a trade? 
Is it the team? Is it the money? For my basketball heads. Give me a little feedback on that one. Alright. This is the Ninja with Another Color Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Otley. Uh, rate us. Review us. Give us feedback. Comment. Give us five stars. Give us four stars. Give us three stars. Give us two stars. If you don't give us any stars, I will assume that we are doing it perfectly. We are available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and we're still working on Apple. Uh, you can give us feedback on Ninjas of Another Color at Gmail. Also on Instagram, we're also on TikTok. You can help support via Cash App. Or Zell. Uh, at this point, this is a point where you can advertise or promote your product. We are welcome to open to all people who want to promote or advertise on our podcast. You can reach us at the Ninjas of Another Color Podcast on Instagram or Ninjas of Another Color Podcast at gmail.com. Alright, moving on to our entertainment section, Uh, this week we have Bad Batch, Bad Batch ran I think two episodes since we were away, I don't know how, but we did have two episodes of Bad Batch. One was a I guess a filler episode kind of because it was really a fill. It was a filler episode where they went treasure hunting and Wanda Sykes was Wanda Sykes was in that one and I don't understand but it it was kind of alright. And they went looking for treasure, didn't find it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, That was a filler episode. Now we move on to episode six. We found a Jedi. Check it out. Jedi. He's not safe anywhere. 
Episode 6. I think this is the first or second time we saw a Jedi. Maybe in Bad Batch. I think it was good. It showed that they... That they grown and they needed to... To get it together. And... Can't wait for this week's episode. Episode 7. It was kind of fun. Alright, moving on to The Last of Us. A lot of people say this was one of the best episodes of the year. Uh, it's an episode where it doesn't really focus on the two main characters. It goes to the side characters of Bill and Frank's relationship. So, check out how they first met.
doesn't taste good when you're starving. Yeah, but not like this. So I guess I'll be going then. And that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship until they killed each other at the end. They grew old together, showed love, <coughs> excuse me, I find, showed love for each other in when the main characters came up in read his suicide note uh, I haven't really watched it so I'm gonna get around to see the first four episodes before the season's over everybody seems it's a great show I haven't played the game still looks good and that's the last of us and now we're moving on to two shows two of my favorite shows that are in their final season The Bad Batch no not The Bad Batch sorry the Blacklist, Fine, and The Flash are in their final season. The Flash is in season nine. The Blacklist is in season 10. Okay, we're going to say goodbye to The Blacklist. When all this began, I was such a different person. It's quite a story. Uh, I want to know who who comes back 
who's the person that comes back to end the show? Does Elizabeth come back? Does, um, I forgot her name, but she used to date uh, the Indian guy. Does she come back? That'll be a hell of an ending of a show. Ten years. It jumped the shark a couple of times, but I still like it. And the one that jumped the shark in season five, The Flash. Uh, I haven't really turned it, tuned in since after Nora came on the show. Uh, that season four was good. Season five just jumped the shark. So we're going to check out the final trailer for season five. episode starting this week starting Wednesday I'm uh, sorry final season so I think they wrapped already so this coincides I guess with the DC uh, reshuffled or rebonding or something like that uh, yeah the DC reboot uh, this uh, blah 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 fine DC reboot that was announced by James Gunn. A lot of dark. Uh, a new Superman. No Henry Cavill. They're going to release four movies next year. That's a fine. Four movies. Flash. How the hell, after all the shit that he did, he's getting a movie. Shazam, Aquaman, and I think the Walking Phoenix and... If I'm not mistaken, Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga musical. Uh, the Batman year one, that's going to get another one. Robert Pattinson, then they're going to do another Batman. They're going to do Green Lantern as a true detective on the series. But hey, it is what it is. Let them do that. And guess what is coming? Moving on to, well, not moving on yet, but they're trying to be like Marvel. They're trying to be like Marvel. I don't understand why, but that's what they want to do. They want to be like Marvel. And I don't understand. Well, I kind of do. They want to, what they say, uh, appreciation is own form of flattery. So that's what they try to do. And so much luck to them. I hope they don't mess up their franchises with that. And what's coming, uh, I guess, in 12 days? 12 days? Yeah, 12 days. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Are you going to check it out? 
like I'm you. This way. Till you meet my fairy face. You're an interesting man. Scott Lane. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want. Fourteen, fifteen days. Ant Man and Ant Man and Wasp. Quantumania. Are you going to the movie theaters to check it out, or are you waiting for it to bootleg, or wait for it to come on TV? All right, we have reached the another section of our program where you can advertise. Yes, advertise with us, Ninjas of Another Color Podcast. Rate us, review us, follow, comment, and give us feedback. Rate us, review us. Uh, we are available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Again, we're still working on Apple. Rate us, review us, give us five stars, give us four stars, give us three stars, give us two stars. If you don't give us any stars, I'll assume that we're doing it correctly. You can contact us at ninjas of another color but ninjas of another color at gmail.com or on instagram we're also available on tiktok yeah tiktok you can support the support the cause uh with cash app or zelle uh we're gonna move on to the relationship section okay this question came up because i saw it on i saw a meme on facebook stating this guy waited 25 years to get his girl and she put him in the friend zone. Okay. My question is, 
please give us your feedback at ninjasofanothercolor.com or you can do it on Instagram. How long is too long? How long have you been in the friend zone and did you get the girl and you, how long you been in the friend zone and you didn't get the girl? Uh, we're going to go to Steve Harvey and let's check something out. I have this male friend that's been pursuing me for quite some time now, but that recently changed due to the fact that I invited him out with a friend of mine, a girlfriend. And Listen, if you're ever on a date with a woman or if you're even hanging out with a woman and she brings another friend with her, that means she really don't like you like that, bro. That means she feels extremely uncomfortable with you and that you are in the friend zone. Yeah, they ended up having sex. Now, he's still trying to pursue me, but I just can't get over the fact that, you know, that happened. So how do I break it to him without losing the friendship? Didn't you say y'all were friends before? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, you telling me? That you're mad at him that he because he got some buns from your friend when you weren't trying to give no buns up to him. Now you want to save the friendship. See, this is what I be talking about. This is why you cannot be friends with a woman, bro. Even Steve Harvey said it himself. Men and women cannot be friends. They can't be platonic friends. They just can't. And he was acting like your friend, but he was pursuing you? Yes. And you kept telling him no? Yes. So what you need to break to him now? <laughs> oh, God. Well, he's still cheesy. I mean, he's been getting no this whole time. So now y'all go out with your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He end up sleeping with your girlfriend. Right. But now he's back to pursuing you. Right. I mean, he was pursuing you the whole time. Yeah. You, now, now, really can't get mad about it. Kid, how old is he? Uh, 30. But you do like the guy, though, now? Kind of. Now she likes him. See, see these are the mental gymnastics that a lot of these women play so you didn't want him when y'all were friends right but now all of a sudden that he showed that he can sleep with your friends maybe your friend probably looks better than you now all of a sudden you're attracted to him. but where was all this attraction at when y'all was just friends huh what was all this attraction at when he said listen I want to be more than friends. I want to pursue a relationship with you. Where was that energy at? Huh? No. No, see, there's no such thing as kind of like. <laughs> see, you, what you did was you played your game Thanks. way past the 90 days. Right. Didn't I tell you about this? Yes, you did. Now, you played your game way past 90. Y'all probably been friends for how many years? Just let me guess. Seven. Huh? Seven years. Seven. Seven. Seven years, this man was waiting. His turn in line. Seven years, my man's didn't get no type of buns. No kiss, nothing. He was on a bench for seven years. And you, listen, you know she, you know she talking to Tyrone, Chad, Don Julio. You know she talking to somebody. If she ain't getting it from him, she getting it from somebody else. She best to believe. Until she... Buzz. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Steph. Bruh. Like, come on, son. Like, come on. Seven years? Are you mad? Seven years, he decided to finally move on, and you're mad at that. Bruh. I've been talking since y'all was, you was 23 years old, now you're 30. Like, come on, you didn't waste seven years of this man's life, and you mad? Audacity. 
said she said seven I got one that's 25 again send us your comments at ninjas of another color at gmail.com we'll go over it on the next one okay but speaking on friend zone why is there such thing as a friend zone check it out hey let's get into some hasty Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, Rick? I'm good. How you feeling? I'm good, man. That's good. So I consider myself a classic man, a man of renaissance. However, I often find myself in a friend zone when it comes to a young lady. Uh, I talk to young ladies for about six months. You know, I, I get to know them before I, pro, uh, before I go into a relationship. Okay. However, within that time period, I often find myself being labeled as the brother, being labeled as the odd, uh, being labeled as the fifth, seventh, third wheel when I go out with my friends. Okay. So, uh, I'm just... Need See, to... I, I know what your basic problem is. Okay. You're going about it the right way because you're a classic man. So, that's the right way. You're taking your time. But in the taking time, you have to sprinkle tidbits of information that's a little bit more leading and insinuating than just, I'm just your friend. Let them know you want to be with them. So, by the time you form this wonderful friendship after seven months... You got all these women considering you their brother. 
and now you feel like you left out when that wasn't your attention in the first place. See, you young. You got to get to it. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got to, and then, you know, man, you got, you're a classic man, but you got to, you got to develop, you, you know, man, you're a good looking dude, but you need, you need a little bit of swagger. You know, you got to, you got you to gotta put your swagger with this. Yes, Women looking for good men, you seem like a really good guy, but you got to, you got to develop the swagger. So when a woman look at you, she has to feel like, mm. So you, if you don't get a woman to bite her bottom lip in the first 30 days, this ain't going nowhere. Could you help me craft my swag? Yeah, I could do that for you. Don't look at me. I got you. I've got you. I'm with it. Uh-huh. See, let me explain something to you. If I don't have nothing else, what I have is swagger. Yes, sir. You understand? Because I carry myself like I got it together. Whether you feel that way about me or not, ain't got nothing to do with me. I project confidence. I make a woman at least have to listen to what I got to say. I ain't attractive. I got all that. My mama told me a long time ago, we don't have attractive men in our family. <laughs> she told me. He a good guy. You, he's articulate. He's smart. You can tell he got something going on. Well, what do you do? I just graduated from college. See that? I told you. I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring you back on the show. I'm gonna dress you, and I'm gonna send you on a date. We don't know if he got the bonds, but hey, as a person who's been friend zoned before, man, just move on. And they usually come back. They usually come back. Don't understand why, but they usually come back when they see you doing better. Uh, our next topic, do you want to get married? I know I want to get married, but do you want to get married? At this time, the current divorce rate is... 14.0 divorces for 1,000 married women, both in 2020 and 21. The rate is at its lowest level in the 40 year span. People are still getting divorced. People, hopefully, people still want to get married. I have no idea why it's so hard to find someone who wants to to marry in today's day and time. Are we? Getting stuff together where we can go ahead and get married and jump the broom like all our ancestors did. So, this is a uh, Chris Rock uh, joke about marriage. Oh man, all they get emotions you learn. One thing, gangster shit in the world. You learn nothing more gangster. Nothing smarter, nothing more powerful than a housewife. Housewives are the smartest motherfuckers on earth. People think it's the working world. No. Suckers work. (laughs) Right. Smart people find other people to work for them. That's right. That's right. It's not housewives of Atlanta. They don't got the working bitches of Atlanta. Nobody would watch that show. 
house, too. There's a lot of guys in here right now who think they own a house. Think it's their house, too. No. She took that house years ago. And the kids were in on it. That's right. That's right. The housewife bad motherfuckers. The housewife got a little tired. So before daddy come home, the housewife get the kids together and they rehearse a little play that they do when daddy get home. It's like, okay, daddy gonna be here in five minutes. You know your lines? I miss you, daddy. Good, good. You say that as soon as he walk in, okay? I need you to grab his leg and don't let go. I'm gonna give him a big piece of chicken. And when he falls asleep, we go back to having our house. <laughs> right, fellas, you don't own a house. If you live with a woman, you don't have a house. That is her fucking house. Only man that owns anything is a single man, okay? And fellas, here's the test right now. If you, if you really think you own a house, this is the test. Okay, fellas, tonight, when you go home, I want you to try. Facts. Oh, that fucker good. That fucker better than you. But they're not gonna take her. There's no guy going, yeah, I want her to yell at me the way she yelled at him. I wanna live in a house with no pictures of my mother. Oh, they'll fuck her. And then they'll return her. I believe this is y'all. Bitch had me feeling bad by myself. Is that true? Can I hear it from the ladies out there? Is that true? Would you not let your husband put up a picture of his mother in his house? Oh, I already know. If you're in a relationship, there are ninjas that will fuck your woman and give her back. Most definitely. That is not, that is facts, big facts, 100,000% big facts. 
Okay. And I'm going to finish this up with another Chris Rock pro quote, which I totally and 100% agree with. Only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Facts. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. Okay? I've never heard a woman in my life say, you know, after he got laid off, we got so much closer. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I once heard my grandmother say, a broke man is like a broke hand. Can't do nothing with it. What kind of gangster shit is that? That's right. Women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides That's right. Fellas, when you meet a new girl, what do your friends ask you? What's she look like? Ladies, when you meet a new guy, what do your friends ask you? What does he do? What the fuck? And again, this is what society is. This is what we signed up for, fellas. So get used to it. Don't complain. Go to work. Because you know what's going to happen? You have a lot of masculine women that don't need you. And they go to lesbians. And then you complain that the women aren't there. So either one or two things. Either step up or step, step out the way. Don't complain. That's what you sign up for. That's what it is. Unless you have a woman that wants to work for you and you just be quiet and all that bullshit, take it with you. All right, moving on to our last topics. Sex toys in the bedroom. Um, me and my friends have had this conversation many, many times, male and female. And my thing is, I don't want to trade my replacement. That's how that's how I feel. I'm a little getting a little older, but I still don't want to replace, uh, train my replacement. So that's the that's the view I have. If y'all have any other views, please email us at ninjas of another color at gmail.com so we can discuss it on the next podcast. Uh, this is from the Breakfast Club. Check it out. JNV, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host with us joining us today. We have, of course, Miss Angela Rye and Tiffany Cross. And we're asking, well, no, man. Start it the right way. Yes. It's Friday, so you know what that means. Hey. Freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Hey. The freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question is sex toys. All right. This comes from Dr. Katrina Laverne Taylor, who did an interview with uh, the new Oprah. 
said masturbation is a sin. So how many people are going to hell? Raiders. Can I say a product name on here? Yes, of course. Because okay. I know they didn't sponsor, but my friend told me about this vibrator from uh, this company called Tracy's Dog. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, I'm going to see about this. That thing, uh, you know, it does some things. Mm-hmm. It's um, interesting. What's it, it works. Called? Tracy's Dog. Oh, it's called Tracy's Dog. Tracy's Dog. This comedian did a whole bit about it really? in his Netflix stand-up. Stand-up. Is it better than The Rose? I don't even, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But what I'll tell you is Tracy's Dog is, <laughs> Man, you and shut I up think sometime, when we're man. talking about connecting um, intimately with, with our, you know, our partner, whomever, you know, it could be, think about it like a position, like a sex position. You're just adding in an accessory. You're adding in something else. I think it, it can work. If you're enjoying it with a man. I, or without. Yeah. Yeah. And for people that are holistic, they got the crystal dildos. They do. They do. <laughs> no, they, they do. They're really? called wands, but yes, they have. Crystal what are they called wands? wands? Crystal wands. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, let's go to the phone. You charge them on the full moon, just like you do your other crystal. Yo, shut up. That's Hello, true. who's this? That is true. <laughs> That's true. This is Tara calling from Detroit. Hey, we're talking sex toys this morning. Thoughts? Yes. Yes. My thoughts. Yes. Are yes. Amazing. We know. It's what? It's amazing. Yeah. Thing to do. It's like a lasting impression. Okay, so you, so you enjoy them a little bit. I no, I don't enjoy them a little bit. I love them. <laughs> okay. but, do you, but do you love them more than the real thing? Are you saying you like a combination of both? You like a little organic and GMO no. on your plate? I like I like the combination of both. I can never get rid of the original thing. Never okay. Okay. Because okay. what, what Doctor Katrina was saying is it's dangerous to get addicted to those toys because you won't even want the real thing no more. Hello, who's this? Does that happen? Hey, what's going on, man? All right, well, you into uh, sex toys, bro? Yeah, a little something, something. Uh, me and the wife. Okay. Just grabbed a Tracy's dog. 
Wow. Just Angela just bought up that canine. <laughs> um, Angela Rogers talked about that. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I, I would imagine they know about it, the beautiful young ladies up there. But um, I suggest everybody in any type of relationship, if you're lonely, if you're into whatever, get that. Well, Tracy's dog stock's about, yeah, right. about to go up because I'm Googling them right now. <laughs> what is Tracy's dog? What does it say? It's a, it's a line of toys. It's not just one toy. Oh. It's a website, Tracy's dog. Oh. All right, well, 800-585-1051. OG sucking vibrator. What? What? They're legit. All right. <laughs> We're talking sex toys this morning. It's Freaky 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 Friday. We're taking your calls. Uh, do you use sex toys in the bedroom? Does it help? Are you addicted? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne God. We are the Breakfast Club. You hear Charlemagne saying Jesus Christ because he's looking up uh, Tracy's uh, dog. Yo, Tracy's dog got some wild stuff. They got someone here called the Terminator Thrusting Rotating Masturbator Machine. Oh, that's so loud. No, that's loud. Loud. Hey, that sounds like that might permanently break your Whoa. lady part. Yes. I don't know about that. So he just tried to order it. It was sold out. Wow. Yeah, well, we have our guest host, Tiffany Cross and Miss Angela Rye here. And we're talking, well, let's do it the right way. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. <laughs> and we're talking sex toys this morning. A lot of people on the line. Hello, who's this? This is Candace. Hey. Cincinnati. Who they go, they go. Hey, Candace. Oh, God. talking sex toys this morning. Talk to us. Okay, so, I mean, I agree with Katrina. Um, you can be used to those toys. My man and I don't live together, so sometimes I have to resort to that road. And Jersey, what part? North Jersey. North so, like, Jersey. North, Irvington, 
that area. No, okay. Oranges over there. Okay, so we're talking sex toys this morning. But what's your thoughts? So I agree with Trina. I think that you should just uh, keep the toys out of the bedroom because no man, woman, cat, dog, frog can match that energy. So just use the parts that you were given, and if you can't make it do with what it do with those parts, then you're doing it wrong. Well, I, I want the record to show that a lot of these toys have settings. You ain't got to turn it on to the high setting. You can keep it low. You know? What's the point or of that? they have different patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Chantel, good morning, Chantel. Good morning. Now it says you wasn't into sex toys at first. No, I never said that. Oh, okay. What did you, <laughs> tell, what did you, what did you tell him, Chantel? I think, it's a, I think it makes it interesting. I mean, I've been with my dad uh, for 12 years, and I just feel like it makes the relationship keep up in different things, and he's all about it. He's the one that got me into it, actually. It's variety. It's, it's variety. It's like you're, you're getting your cake and eating it too without having to go out there and, you know, get real cake. <laughs> now, Shalanda, what's your name, Mama? Shalanda Cummings. Your last name is Cummings. Could you stop? <laughs> Could you stop? <laughs> That's a lady. Could you stop? It came up a cool idea. It says Shalanda Cummings. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking. That's what it beats you sure. Now, it says you're an adult novelty specialist. Uh -oh. What does that mean? Yes, sir. She sells toys. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. You got the plug on the licky tongue vibrators? <laughs> the what? <laughs> they do have those. I want her opinion on Tracy's dog. They're all mine. So talk to oh, us. I'm sorry? To talk to us about sex toys, and she wants your opinion on Tracy's dogs. The, uh, I guess the lion and the rose and all that? Okay, well, I have the rose. The rose is pretty popular with single ladies as well as couples. And in my opinion, you can turn your partner's member into a sex toy. There are some toys that can make him vibrate. They're called, um, I'm not sure if I say the words on the radio. Yes. Uh, it's called cock rings, and you have cock rings that vibrate and those that do not. Ah, so as the man is having intercourse, is... Okay, ladies, would you be down for that? Send us your feedback. Penis will be vibrating. Vibrate, yes, sir. Okay. That is a very popular uh, item. Yeah, that don't feel good for men, though. I was going to ask, is that pleasurable for nah, men and women? I've tried it. It don't feel good. It feels it's weird. Vibration well, is it's, not it's, good. It depends on the man. There are varying degrees of cock rings. Some do vibrate harder and stronger than others. I'm sure but if you have a small PP, it doesn't feel good. And I think that's Charlamagne's problem. No, it just felt like my penis was having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, what about the, the, the thing you looked up? The masturbating... I'm looking at this one now oh, called the, the Turbo. It's called the Turbo, the Super Automatic Male turbo. Masturbator. Is it Turbo? Yes, yeah, Turbo. Is that something oh, like, does it look like the Gog Gog 3000? A what? <laughs> 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 it looks like a what? There's this, there's this sex for a man called the Gog Gog 3000. The and it goes by many names. Fellas, do you use sex toys? I need a consensus. I heard of that one. I heard of the Gulf. Yeah, the Gulf Gulf 3000. Yeah, I heard of that one. Yeah, that's a very popular one as well. It's for guys. And I still out of that one quite often. What about the Dr. S thrusting anal vibrator? <laughs> what? That varies by taste. Not everybody's into that, that door play. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people that are serious and are willing to try. Okay, all right. And there are actual anal plugs that you can use. To slowly step you into anal play, they vary by very small, okay. and they can get pretty big. One right. beat at a time. I don't think I want to have it in my anal cavity.
gravity is a colonic. I don't want none yeah. of that. Colonics yeah. are great. Did yeah. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> colonics are just a, like a detox. Like yeah, they're they're about to play my butt on Monday. Especially, no, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Oh, We're talking about colonics. I'm telling you, they're about to play my butt on Monday. I had a colonoscopy in December. I told you I'm so proud of you guys for doing that. Live. Exactly, <laughs> but there's a lot of people who won't do don't. it, so that's good. Yeah. The colonics are great though, because after you have the colonic, and then you go sit down and they put your feet up on that thing. What's the thing called? The squatty potty. What? <laughs> that's that what I was thinking. Third. <laughs> you're, you're getting a closed system colonic. You're really brave. <laughs> they have like you get a boo boo explosion up your back. You don't want that. You done an open oh, yeah, system. No, 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 no. That thing is crazy. You know, Doctor Oz came up and told him that we don't need colonics. I don't agree with Dr. Do- Oz. I don't agree yeah. with him. We don't. Okay, all right. Well, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story, it sounds like I'm ready for the Dr. S trusting anal vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, boo? Do you, boo? No, tracysdogs.com is the moral of the story. They got some things you on here. We got to, they need to pay for advertising. Yeah, they should really have That's just send some stuff up here. That's what they should do. Somebody used to send us Somebody used to send us Dr. Up. Johnson. Dr. Johnson. No, Doc Johnson. Doc Johnson. Yeah, Doc Johnson. Doc, 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 Doc Johnson. That's a sex store right. place or something else? Yeah, no, it was called oh, Doc Johnson. Place. All right. When we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk TJ Holmes. He's back. Oh, He's great. Back. My God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We'll get into that next. I hate y'all. It's the breakfast club. No. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Sex toys. Men and women, do you use them? Do you agree? Don't you agree? Hit us up. Ninjas of Another Color podcast. Ninjas of Another Color on gmail.com or IG. Please give us your feedback. All right. Since we got that out of the way, we're going to go to manners. Do you have manners? I've been in America for, America for over 20 years, and these motherfuckers don't have manners. Well, not all of them. Some of them do, but check this out. This is what we call Caribbean or VI life. If you grew up in the Caribbean or you were raised by Caribbean-born parents, you know greeting somebody with a good morning, good afternoon, and good night is required. And to be honest, it's so ingrained in a lot of us that even when we go to the States, we continue the practice. You see, in the Caribbean, manners is a big part of our culture and customs. The way we treat other people and the respect that we have for them is another big part of our culture and customs. Giving somebody a good morning, good afternoon, a good night greeting does two things. Extending these greetings to somebody you know or somebody that you may not know sends the vibration of, I may not know you, but I want the best for you. I send the vibration that you are going to have a good day or you are going to have a good night. We don't have to know each other to be able to do this. It is a quintessential symbolism of we are family just because we are here on this planet together. It's the idea that you leave people better than you found them, even if it's something as simple as walking past them on the street. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're from the Caribbean, uh, Atlantic or Pacific, uh, we are considered Caribbean Americans. Uh, those who live in St. Thomas, St. Croix, St. John, Puerto Rico. And then you have your Pacific Islanders, such as Guam. Uh, American Samoa. I think because we are such a small knit community and we are taught from young to say good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever you enter a room, no matter who is in that room, you are required to say something because you will get hit in the head, hit in the back, 
you're going to hit the legs. So, again, been here for 20 years. I still say good morning when I get up. Or someone I see, I say it. And if they don't say anything, you know how we are. We say shit. We, we tell you how it is. So, on that note, this is Ninjas of Another Color Podcast. Please, rate us, review us, like, comment, send feedback. Uh, we are available on Spotify, Amazon, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn, we're still working on Apple. Uh, send your comments to ninjasofanothercolor at gmail.com. We're available on Instagram, Facebook, and you can always support via Cash App or Zelle. And... I thank you again. Appreciate for all the people who listen. Uh, Tell a friend to tell a friend that this podcast is on the air so we can grow our following. And thank you. We'll see you next week.